0: Welcome back, Mama. I hope you're well. I hope that you are finding ways to honour yourself in this time. I know that it can feel a little like Groundhog Day for many of us at the moment, so I just want to start today's podcast by honouring what you're doing, honouring everything that you're trying to achieve, and honouring you as a woman within motherhood. I know that there's probably not much space to see yourself in amongst everything right now. So I hope you're finding the smallest moments, even listening to this podcast. Today's episode is a conversation with a beautiful mama who I have got to know very well over the last few years. Jean Dawkins first came into my world when she signed up for Mama Rising. The training I do once or twice a year, where I teach women who want to work with mummers about matrescence and what I have learned from coaching thousands of mummers over the years. And since then, Jean has continued to do all my programs and coaching, but is also now a trusted friend and a beautiful presence in my community. Jean is at the other end of the matrescence motherhood trenches. Her daughter has left home to be at college and she brings a wisdom to understanding matrescence and the importance of having a place to explore what motherhood means to you that I think we really miss sometimes. She is the elder, she knows what it's like to have moved through these stages of motherhood and come out the other side. And I invited her onto the podcast because I think it's really important for us as mummers, maybe in the early stages of motherhood still, to hear that wisdom. In traditional cultures, we would have heard this in circle, in the red tent. Back when we revered feminine wisdom and intuition and motherhood, wisdom would have been passed down to us. And so I've asked Jean to come in to speak to all of you about her understanding of matrescence, motherhood, womanhood, and also the importance of having a village, a place where we can learn from each other, a place where we can come to and return to. In this episode, Jean and I are speaking about Returning Home, The Village, which is my six-month program, which is open now. And if you're listening to this in time, closes at midnight on the 11th of May. So please enjoy this conversation, hear the wisdom, lean in and see how important what we're doing here is, because motherhood is an endless, evolving transformation. Enjoy. This is the Happy Mama Movement, a weekly podcast dedicated to changing the conversation about what it means to be a mother and a woman in this day and age. I'm Amy Taylor Cabaz, author, mama, and former journalist. After spending 15 years chasing news and burning myself out trying to be Superwoman, I realised that I was chasing a dream that no longer served me. And since then, have dedicated myself to understanding the transition that we go through as women when our whole identity shifts with motherhood. Every week, I will bring you the very best insights and inspiration I can find to help us all change the way we feel about this time in our lives and create a movement that allows us to honour motherhood differently. Jane, I am so excited to have you on this podcast and share your wisdom with all of my mamas. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. I'm excited and honoured to be here. I wanted to bring you on to the podcast because you and I speak quite regularly and I always adore our conversations about motherhood and matrescence and the rite of passage that women go through and the importance of community and village and these conversations are more important than ever right now. But I first met you Uh, online, of course. We've never met in person yet and hopefully will one day. But I first met you when you joined my Mama Rising training last year. And uh, most of the women in that program have young children as well. But you came to that program at a different stage of motherhood, didn't you? I did. And so what was that? Why was that? Why did you want to learn about matrescence and the transformation of motherhood when your own child has left home to go to college now?
1: That's a great question, Amy. Um, I think there was a deep knowing, not on a conscious level, but a, a deep intuitive knowing that there was a, a great deal of healing that needed to happen for me for the years that I was the mom of a young child at home. And those years and and the, the period of time that I was raising her, motherhood was not something that was honored or valued. And it left me feeling very conflicted about who I was and why being a mom mattered. And There was a really deep connection that started to happen for me when I found you and started hearing about matrescence and um, seeing the offering of Mama Rising pop up and I thought boy this is something I need to know more about.
0: Because this is what I always say about matrescence this isn't just for newborn land or for toddlers this is an exploration of how motherhood has changed you and how you view yourself as a mother and as a woman that that doesn't end does it
1: it does not end and that's that's it exactly it's um it's an ongoing journey and there are it it, it's full of transitions and you you just keep beginning again you get through one stage of motherhood and then the next one comes and you start all over again not only in their development but in understanding who you are
0: and what do you think looking back now knowing what you know what do you think it would have done if you'd understood this differently
1: oh I think that's, I've actually spent a lot of time thinking about that. And I think that's a hard question to answer because of the stage that we were at um, culturally. Mm-hmm. And at the time our daughter was born in 1986. And at the time that we were raising her, the focus was very much on for women on you can be anything you can do whatever you want and that's a very different culture for example than what my mother grew up in and so I I didn't have a great example of how life could be and I hadn't honestly thought it through so that's I find that interesting to go back and think about to contemplate of how would it have been different um Mm. i think it would have not left me in a place of feeling like there was healing to be done if motherhood my motherhood had been honored more than it was
0: yes and It actually, that makes me emotional hearing you say that because I do know that that's also how my mother was, what she was told when we were born. Um, I know that this message has been so strong for so many generations that you are more than just a mother, that you have to prove yourself that you're more than just a mother and that has undervalued what we do on a daily basis so profoundly and has often caused us to be sick, to be burnt out, all of those things that I speak about. But then when we look around today at what's happening, even in the middle of this pandemic, even with what's happening in the world in 2020, I don't know if we've got that lesson yet. I don't know if we still are telling women that they need to be doing more and that they need to be out there proving themselves.
1: We are still still telling women that, and I agree with you. Have we learned that lesson i I believe that's what's happening right now,
0: yes.
1: but i that's one of the things that I find um, so devastating is that the lessons haven't been learned, and i I see them continually being passed from one generation to the next and at some point that has to stop there has to be um, a breaking of that chain and there needs to be a new way coming forward and i believe that's what matrescence is about and is going to do and your work is going to do
0: and our work absolutely absolutely Our work and Matrescence, I I totally agree. As you know, this is why I love our conversations together. Matrescence is this invitation to really unhook from this idea of what you need to be doing as a woman and as a mother. And right now, the world has stripped everything else away. We've all returned home, we've all come back into our home, and everything has fallen on the mother's shoulders. Everything, education. Security, holding space for partners if they have one whose work is uncertain, still performing at their job if they have a job. Like all of this is landing on our shoulders, and we have a choice here, don't we? We can either use this opportunity to continue to just follow along and 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 do all of those things, or we can say wait the most important thing for me to do right now is to make sure that me and my family are okay. This is our chance.
1: Absolutely. And so how Absolutely. do we do that, Do you think? <laughs> I think that we, I think it's a collective voice. I think that that has been the power in what is happening with the village that you have created. Um, I was thinking this morning, I I find it so interesting in a world where motherhood for so long has been undervalued and there's so much um, negativity around you hear people say, oh, you're just a mom? Well, what else do you do? Mm-hmm. And in this world, I find it really interesting as the world has come crashing down with um, with this pandemic, that the mothers, the ones who have been historically undervalued for so long, we are the ones that have been asked to step in and get the entire world through this it's it has fallen on the moms and isn't that interesting that we are the ones who are stepping into this and rising up and and supporting each other and caring for the world at a time when i mean we're lost the moms are the ones who are holding it together
0: I so agree, and I hope every single mama listening to this can see that. That the world is in a tailspin and the, the ones that are standing firm in the middle, in the home, in the community are the mothers. They're the ones that are looking after the the children and the, each other, and this is will be this will be the time that we completely revalue this. But I know that you are really passionate, Jean, and this is, I I love hearing how important these lessons are from someone who is at another end of the transition of matrescence, the transition of, we've often spoken about, the empty nester, that time in a woman's life where after dedicating herself to her child for so long, after being so um, conscious and focused on the well-being of your children and um, having that role, when that is changed again, if we don't get this rite of passage right at the beginning, if we don't acknowledge the value of motherhood, then when it changes again and they leave, it's even harder, isn't it, because you've never asked yourself at the beginning well who am I and what does this mean for me and so you go through 18 years 20 years whenever it is and then come out the other side and you really question who am I and what am I doing
1: you really do you have no sense of self no sense of identity except that as a mom um even in a world that has undervalued that. That's how you have the hat that you've worn, how you have thought about yourself for the last 18 or 20 years. And then when they do leave and you have this huge, empty space in your life, that's exactly what you're asking is, who am I? Do I even know this person? And without all of the rites of passage, the honoring of all of these different phases of motherhood, you don't have that. It's just, it's an empty void that you then either choose intentionally to go back and start filling, or you go into another tailspin where you you feel like, you know, it's over. Life is over. My job, my purpose in the world is over, which, of course, is not true. But,
0: And I think you said something really important there, which is when we have those moments of space, whether it's because our child has left home to go to college or our child has started school or even, or as you said, so many little transitions through motherhood, when we get those opportunities for space, we have two choices. We can either quickly rush and fill it up with something else or we can take that space to ask those questions of ourselves, and I know, I really deeply believe this, that the space we're given right now, because of this isolation, because of this slowing down of the world, this is another one of those opportunities to ask ourselves, or fill it with busyness again.
1: Absolutely that's. Exactly right. And to me, that's exactly what this time feels like. It's another opportunity that's been handed to us to say, how do I want my life to be? And you have those steps along the way as you are evolving through motherhood. And especially in, I think, in the middle years where your kids are older and don't need as much um intensive attention from you, you have those opportunities. But I think that our tendency more so than ever, as you said, has been to fill it with busyness so that you don't have to examine those things. You just, and it's, it's over and over, you are abandoning the opportunity to really understand who you
0: are. Oh, I love the way you just said that abandoning the opportunity to get to know yourself. Wow. But here's the thing that you and I have both discovered over the last few weeks. This is so much more powerful if we have a place to do this together. That not only this is something we need to be asking ourselves, but we need to be surrounded by others who are the same, don't we? The village as we're calling it, the space of women coming together to have these conversations, to value each other differently and to hold space for each other, this is also the missing piece that we have lost for so long.
1: It really is. And I I think that has all of us collectively have felt the magic in this moment where you... You gathered us up because that's one of your many gifts and it, it, we embraced it. It's mm-hmm. as a collective, we came together and said, okay, we've been asked to do this thing and here's how we're going to do it. We are going to build this village and support each other. And it's just been phenomenal to be part of
0: this. I love that. Yes, it's this acknowledgement that we've been asked to do this. We need to do this. We know we need to stay calm for our kids and know how to balance each day and even just the simple things that we've discussed in this village of um, cooking and play and time management and then the bigger things of meditation and daily practices, you know, we need that practical, but we, it doesn't work as well when we're on our own. And I think you and I have spoken about this a bit over the last year or so as well, Jean, that the loneliness of not experiencing these transitions together is a wound that many of us carry, that we we really do feel like we're on our own. I'm the only one that's questioning this. Why am I finding it so hard? It's the isolation that we feel within motherhood that makes this so much worse and so much more traumatic.
1: Absolutely. I, and, and that's what so many moms speak of and now are becoming so much more vocal about. It's something that, um, again, when our daughter was born, there was no community, uh, that I knew about. And there was no voice that said, this feels really hard or I feel really alone or is this normal? And that is coming slowly. Um, to the general world population, but within our the village that we've had for the last month, it's just been it's just been so wonderful to have a place where everyone had a voice and somebody was always there to listen.
0: Mm. And not only a place where you can say, "This is really hard, am I doing this right?" but then to have a collective of voices around you saying, "Yes, you've got this. This is what you can do. We're doing it together to have that sense of community. It's just been you said the most beautiful thing to me at the end of all of this. And we're about to open up Returning Home, the village, to even more. We're going to, we've all recognised that we haven't even begun doing what we've been asked to do right now, that this is so much more than a four-week process, that the world is not going to return to normal tomorrow. And so we're going to sit together and continue to do this together for six months, because I really know that this is an opportunity for us to acknowledge motherhood and ourselves and each other differently. But you said to me, Amy, this feels so different from what you've done before, because in the past it's been like a classroom where you've been teaching us something. But this time it feels like a village. And that was, I just wanted to say here on this podcast, one of the most powerful things I think I've heard for my work, because I don't want to be a teacher in this time. I don't want to be the guru. I truly believe that there are so many women in this village that know beautiful and powerful things that need to be shared too. I don't have all the answers. None of us do. But if we come together, we can do this together. And isn't that what we've seen, Jean? We've seen... Women in this village teaching yoga, sharing their own healing. We've even had a mama do tarot cards. We've had all these beautiful things in here where everyone gets a chance to share and rise together. And that's been one of the best gifts of this whole experience for me and I know for you as well.
1: I agree. I totally agree. And I think it it was so... You can talk about the vision of a village. You can understand um, the ancient traditions of women's circles, but until you experience it, it's it's really hard to appreciate the value. Um, the value that value isn't the right word, really. But it, it's just been such a healing experience and I think every single one of the mamas that's been in this group would say the same thing that how would we have gotten through this the last four months or four weeks sorry um without this yes it's just it it was such an unexpected gift Mm -hmm. of this time Mm
0: -hmm. yes and what we can learn from this beyond COVID-19 is what you and I have been passionate about for so long, which is the revaluing of motherhood, of sharing experiences and, and not suffering in silence thinking there's something wrong, is slowing down and creating rituals and space and community that allows you to do this differently and to ask those questions so that you don't get to the point of your children leaving and and question where did I go and and who am I now and and that's just the most important part of all of this is that we need to honour the rite of passage the time and what we mean by rite of passage Jean is you know it's the it's the transformation that comes from these times in our life isn't it it is and
1: In honoring the fact as as you go along that you, as a woman and a mother, remain a separate self from your kids. And without those moments, those rites of passage where we really do set aside time to honor that, without that, there is no acknowledgement um, from the outside world or to ourselves of of what we're experiencing and I think it's it's just so important we miss out on so much by not doing that
0: acknowledging that you are have and are a separate self from your role right as mother as daughter as wife whatever the roles are that you are being asked to play right now to acknowledge that there is a separate self wow right Yeah, I know that's been really important in your own healing as well. It has. Thank you, Jean. What I love the most about what we're doing in this beautiful community, in this village, is that we have women of all experiences, of all wisdoms, of all stages of motherhood and womanhood, and that we can learn from each other that, you know, we have someone like you to remind us that this does come to an end one day, this intensity of motherhood, but what you would like us to know now so we can learn it now. It's just such a gift to have you as part of this village. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Amy. It it has given me the opportunity, I believe, to to honour that in myself and and to go back and and see the whole journey unfolding. It's it's been a beautiful experience for me.
0: Mm, And for me too, and for everyone else in it. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's so important that we share the wisdom of women with each other. I'm so grateful that Jean has come into my life and into my programs and community I love that in all the places that I am gathering mamas now, we have mamas both at the beginning and at the other end of this experience. And that's what we need. We need a place where we can come together, not as teacher and student, but as mama and woman sitting together. You can follow Jean's wisdom and insights into matrescence and motherhood via her Instagram account. You have to just start. The link is in the show notes. And if... This is before the 11th of May at midnight. Please come and join us in the village. Come and return home with us. For six months, we'll be having these conversations. We'll be learning the ways of women together. We'll be supporting each other and crying and laughing and growing. Until next week, Satnam.